This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Alvin Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, riding out again on Old Dan, blazing the path to the hearts of sinners. And we're happy to be back with you at this time. I would like to hear from you. You folks are maybe hearing me for the first time. If you like this time of old-fashioned, old-timey preaching, and let, let, give me, here, let me hear from you. I'm trying to say something. I, I, I love to hear from you, and I get letters from folks. Just say, Trailblazer, we don't hear any kind of preaching like you preach or like Radio Mission preaches here for many, many years. Forty years ago, we heard the old-time preaching, but it's all gone. Well, we're here every day, Monday through Friday, with the Trailblazer, and then we're here Sunday with all of the Sunday services, the Voice of Truth, the Bible School by Brother Freddie Murdoch, then the 11 o'clock service, and then Sunday night, Sunday evening, we have prayer meeting at 5.30, and uh, it's the central time, but then the worship hour, and Sunday night is is aired over Radio Missions Radio. So if, you, if you're interested in that, if you need more information, first of all, look up our website, radiomission.org, and you can find all that information there. But it's good to be back with you at this time. We're bringing you this study on uh, the Holy Spirit and the baptism of the Holy Spirit is our topic for this time. started yesterday. But now, let's, let's turn to the second chapter of Acts. If you have your Bibles, open those Bibles, open them, and let's see what happened to these disciples. The 120. We hear so much about the 120, don't we? There at Jerusalem, the day of the Holy Spirit came, came there. Let's pause just a moment and make this statement. There is no significance, no, no significance of the name Pentecost as far relating to the work of the Holy Spirit. The word Pentecost, I mentioned it in our last study, the word Pentecost simply means 50. 50 days after the Feast of the Passover. It is an Old Testament term. Pentecost was the Feast of the First Fruits. On that day, on that day, the 50th day, they brought the First Fruits, a wave offering before the Lord. This wave offering typifies the coming of the Holy Spirit. And by the way, the Holy Spirit came to the church on the first day of the week, the eighth day, or on Sunday. Now, we don't go, we won't get on going into that at this time. The Lord Jesus Christ had definitely told the disciples in Luke 24, Tarry ye at Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. This was a definite command. Christ was def def definite, positive in his command that they should tarry, and to tarry at Jerusalem, not at Nazareth, not at Bethlehem, but at Jerusalem, until the Holy Spirit came and they were endued or clothed with the Holy Spirit. In Acts 1-5, we also read, He also said, Ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. Listen, referring to the day when the Holy Spirit would come. Then in Acts 8-1-8, He said, Ye shall receive power. After that, ye shall, that the Holy Spirit is come upon you, ye shall be be witnesses unto me. Now I know 
folks take this out of context listen he said ye shall receive power doesn't mean that you can raise the dead or heal the sick or none of those things my friend no no it just gives you power to be a, be a child of God and a witness for God now let's we won't, we won't get into that because that's folks take issue with you these disciples had their commission to go into all the world and preach the gospel Matthew 28 but he commanded them to wait until this two things happened unto them. First, they were to be baptized with the Holy Ghost. That is, they were to be baptized into Christ. He said unto them, I will not leave you orphans. That is, comfortless. I, w I will send another comforter. I will send the comforter. And when the comforter is come... The first thing he did was to baptize them into Christ. And according to 1 Corinthians 12, baptized them into the body of Christ or made that group of disciples one in Christ Jesus. Not was Listen, Christ was not real to them, to those disciples, after he left them before this day of Pentecost. But listen, there were 10 days in there that they were without Christ. And that is the reason he commanded them to tarry or to wait. In that day, the Father and I will come to abide with you. And I'm going to baptize you with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost. And when I do, when I do that, I will be real to you. Listen. I am with you always, even until the end of the age. Now, now that was the first thing that happened to those disciples on the day of Pentecost. They were baptized into Christ, and Christ became a living reality to their heart. Now, I told you we have a booklet by Pastor Shelton on the reality of Christ, and I'll be glad to send it to you free and postpaid if you just let me know. Just say, I'd like to have that book on the reality of Christ, a little booklet by Pastor Shelton. Actually, we have over 400 titles in booklet form that we give away free and postpaid. We put them, we have people that put them out in the jails and in the drugstore and the doctor's office and wherever they can find a place that will let them put them. And uh, many folks are doing that, but we have over 400 titles. If you'd like some of them, I'll send you a title list. You can pick and choose which one you'd like to have. And uh, what, a, what, a, what a wonderful message, a wonderful system. I used to put them out in, book, in, in Baton Rouge in the bookstore, in the bus station, long before the Lord ever saved me. I built a box to put them in. I got permission from the office, the station manager, and I put them there, and I'd go once a week fill it up. Oftentimes I got there, there'd be uh, every three or four different denominations, Seventh-day Adventists and the Mormons and all of that, and I'd clean all those out and put put our books back in there. But uh, that's grace. I'm hoping that one of them found something there that the Lord used to maybe show him his truth, show him the truth. But listen, listen, let's go back to our study. If you'll notice in Acts 2-3, it says, and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire and it sat upon each one of them the Holy Spirit came to each one of them and made Christ real 
to their heart, each one of them by baptizing them into Christ. He submerged them or planted them or buried them into the Lord. He identified them with Christ in his death and resurrection. So it is today. When the Holy Spirit regenerates an individual, makes him a new creature in Christ Jesus, <clears throat> that clove tongue like as a fire rests upon that individual. Though, listen, though you may not see it with the naked eye as they didn't did on that day of Pentecost, and it makes him one with Christ. Now, let's go on. Let's notice the second thing that took place to those disciples on the day of Pentecost. In Acts 1-8, Christ said, But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses of me. We go back to that, what we have on our modern-day uh, charismatic movement, Power, power, power. They're always harping on power. Well, the Lord never gave them power, never does give you power to raise the dead or heal the sick or none of those things. It just doesn't happen, my friend. But listen, the Greek word for power is not baptized, but dunamis. It is a Greek word for which we get our word, a dynamite. Christ had definitely told his disciples two things that should take place when on the day of Pentecost. First, they were to be baptized, made one with Christ. Second, they were to be endued or clothed with power. Listen, dunamis or dynamite and both these things did happen on the day of Pentecost. We've already seen that they were baptized with the Holy Spirit. Now let's look at Acts 2.4. Time's getting away from us so rapidly. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And they were all filled, F-I-L-L-E-D. And the Greek word for filled is not baptizo, but plerio, which means fill full, fill to the overflowing. And it means Listen, they, were, they received the fullness of the Holy Spirit in power. The baptism, with, the baptism with the Holy Spirit and the filling of the Holy Spirit are not synonymous terms and do not mean the same thing. May I just state here again, the first thing those disciples did on that particular day, 120 there we saw, they were... That Sunday morning, 9 o'clock, assembled together, were all baptized into one body, 1 Corinthians 12, 13. And then each one of them was baptized into the, Holy, into the Lord, unto the Lord, Romans 3, 6, 3. Christ became real. Is Christ real to you, my friend? Or are you just John the church? Like the old fellow said, he just joined the church. But we're going to give it a, take a break there for just a minute, give you a little information. Uh, folks are calling me now and writing me, new, new listeners. They say, where did, where did all this come from? Well, Pastor Shelton was born and raised up in North Louisiana in Wynn Parish, and the Lord saved him, brought him to New Orleans, or, and saved him in New Orleans, and give him... Give him the truth of the gospel. Awaken him to the fact that he was not saved. 
even if it was a boy preacher, they called him. But anyhow, the Lord saved him and put him to work in getting out the gospel. He was he had a lot of uh, desire to get out the gospel, and radio was a good work back in those days. He owned a little small radio station once a, once a week, 15 minutes, but he had the church there in Algiers. And uh, later on, he come began to preach the uh, old-time, old-fashioned religion, they call it. Old-fashioned, yes. But the trailblazer, he initiated the trailblazer broadcast and went on there for many years. And after he passed away, I, I, Lord led me to pick it up. And it's a big tool. It's a gracious tool. It's got information, lots of information. I use his notes and to glean from much of it. And uh, But I would, if you, if you write me, I'll send you more information about it. And also, we have that pamphlet we put out of what we most surely believe. It's two pages. We, yeah, folks love to know what we believe and what we preach. A fella called me one day and said, what in the world do y'all preach, folks? And I told him, you know, he said, well, you must be an old Calvinist. Well, we are Calvinists doctrinally. We preach Calvin, the doctrine of Calvin, that man is a sinner, born in sin, raised in sin. It's never, never, never becomes a Christian until the Lord gets a hold to him later on. But remember, we run out of time. Our mailing address is Old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And I would that you'd call me. I'm here every morning about 7 o'clock here at the office, 225-664-8658. And also, come by the bookstore. We have a great selection of Bibles. Uh, we, we, we mark them to where they're very, very inexpensive. Even we have nothing but the good King James Version Bible. But you come by, I'd like to see you, I'd like to drink a cup of coffee with you, and maybe eat a piece of pie. But pray for me. Will you do that and help me with the broadcast? Goodbye. Pastor Pendarvis reminds you Radio Missions now offers six flash drives containing sermons, radio broadcasts, and historic music. These flash drives include sermons delivered by founding Pastor L.R. Shelton Sr., messages by Pastor Pendarvis, Freddie Murdoch, and Glenn Bond, plus over 300 songs sung by the Radio Missions Choir. For more information and to place your order, call the church office at 225-664-8658. 